I had a listener recently ask the question, they wanted to know why can it be so painful and so difficult to cope when they find themselves emotionally triggered by being around other people who are emotionally triggered uh, and also lashing out in some way. This is one of those, another one of those formative questions because it is something that I have certainly experienced and dealt with so many times in my own life journey. And the best way that I can answer this, it's certainly not the only answer. It is just the uh, answer that it's informed about my own, you know, from my own life experiences and the way that my life has unfolded. That it is so incredibly painful for me when I am reacting to other people who are you know emotionally reactive in some way and they may be taking it out on me or I may think that they're taking it out on me it may just be that I happen to be there at the time that they are uh, triggered and stressed some in some way but my the short answer would be that it is because at least for me I can't speak for anyone else why this is so painful for me is that I have to, I don't have to, but it is best for me to remember that it is not all about me. And when I say that, there is no judgment implied. Uh, there's nothing but self-love and self-compassion. Uh, I'm not trying to uh, beat myself up emotionally because I'm somehow making it about me. But that's ultimately a, a habitual response that I have had happen many, many times. And this person who asked this question said that they were recently around close family members who were going through some things emotionally. And they came into their presence and came into this situation unaware of exactly what was going on and they described it that the the energy in the room felt very strange it felt things felt very strained in a lot of ways and it was kind of like being caught up in a whirlwind it all happened so quickly that they were completely taken off guard i'm really just paraphrasing uh what they shared with me because it was a rather lengthy uh, account of what actually happened, which is, and I'm very appreciative of that because the more context that I can have when I am responding to these, it is actually very, very helpful. They went on to mention that it took a couple of hours uh, of being around their family members and this this uh, stress and emotional triggering was continuing, and it was just everyone was feeding off of everyone else until it finally became apparent to this person who asked this question that at some point they recognized they didn't even really know what was going on, and at some point they recognized that each individual person who was triggering other people in the room was going through challenges of their own there were different reasons for why there was so you know why people were so uh so wrapped up in 
their own emotional drama. I certainly know what it's like to be wrapped up in my own emotional drama. I have done it probably millions of times in my life, and I'm not immune to it now. I I certainly do find myself there uh, quite regularly. The difference is that if I can, and just as I spoke a moment ago about how it took some time to recognize that these people who were triggering each other were not intentionally doing it. It was they were not seeking seeking out the opportunity to stress other people out or cause other people emotional upset. It's just what happens when you have multiple people in a room and it could be anywhere. And Different people are going through different things, and it all just sort of comes up together. In other words, you have each individual's struggles and whatever emotional upset that they're experiencing, and then they are that energy is being shared with others through the way that they speak to other people, the way that their body language is. There's a lot of this that is very unspoken and unconscious. There's also a lot of it that is conscious. In other words, the words that are being said, how they're being said, uh, people can draw conclusions. And it's very normal and natural to draw conclusions about uh what it is that we're inferring about other people's behavior towards us. And it may not even really be towards us. It just may be that everyone has their own struggles and just being together with people, especially if I am making it all about me. If I am, if all I can see is my own perspective and the way that I am reacting and what I am thinking and what I am believing about the situation is going to ultimately determine how I let this affect me. And a lot of it, it, it's not even a conscious choice. And that's that's exactly, to me, is one of the challenges of this is that it is possible to be triggered by other people. It is possible to be uh, affected by other people's energy and their demeanor and the way that they're speaking, all of the unconscious communi- you know, communication as well. But how do I cope with that? That is, and to me, that is really the most important part about this question. How do I cope with that? And for me, it has, the only thing that has helped me is to practice mindfulness and ultimately mindful coping. In other words, being able to be aware of my mind and to recognize that I am reacting in certain ways and that I'm thinking and believing what I'm thinking and how it manifests itself. And this is not from a way of analyzing this. It's really just completely experiential. In other words, I can find myself in a place, and I certainly have many times, where I'm around other people. I may be close to them. I may not be. It may just be that I happen to be in the same space with people. And somehow I'm picking up on what I what's referred to as vibes, so to speak, or you get these sort of uh, these feelings that uh, just happen through being with other human beings. And if I give into that by and, and there, there's no way that I can keep myself from reacting. There's no way that I can keep myself from thinking certain thoughts about it. It's just simply my perspective that I have as a result of being a living, breathing human being. 
It is only when I have, when I'm not conscious of the fact that I am thinking a certain way, that I am, that I am interpreting something, and in other words, someone's uh, conscious or unconscious behavior in a certain way. And it's only when I can recognize, and, and this is exactly what happens in, in a lot of cases when I find myself in stressful situations with other people, is that if I can just recognize, and that's it, I don't need to analyze it, I don't need to understand it, I just, and I may never have the answers for why I'm reacting the way that I am. Sometimes I find myself completely bewildered why somehow I'm reacting in a very strong way or a very extreme way to something that I don't even understand why this is happening and it's only when I can have that perspective, and the only way I've ever been able to have that perspective is to keep practicing coming back to this present moment and simply seeing and recognizing that I am thinking a certain way, that I am believing what it is that I'm thinking, that I'm, I'm emotionally reacting in some way that I have no idea why in a lot of cases, but the important thing is not so much the understanding why, but it is about just recognizing that that's what I'm doing. And I can't immediately force myself to stop reacting this way. It's just the question in this case really is speaking to, we find ourselves in these situations where we can't seem to help ourselves. Sometimes there just are extreme emotional reactions. And in this particular case, this person who sent this to me said that they found themselves over a period of a couple hours just wanting to run out the door and just get away from whatever was going on in this particular space with other people. They just wanted to run away and, and that there were so much, uh, so much of their own reactions were clouding their ability to be able to really navigate and so the tendency is to, at least for me, I know everyone reacts a little differently, but the tendency is to just shut everything off. And then it really is just all about me. And I'm literally self-reinforcing my own story that is perpetuating me being the victim and perpetuating me not coping because I have somehow closed myself off from the ability to simply watch my mind in any given moment and just to recognize what is going on. And it is, sometimes it's so incredibly tempting, these, these extreme strong emotions. It's just sometimes it's so delicious to give in to these, especially if we feel the sense of injured innocence, if we feel like people are lashing out at us, if we feel like people are uh, hurt, trying to hurt us in some way or insult us or demean us. There's a lot of different words I could use. But it is ultimately the only way I can ever really see my way through that and, and even recognize if I am in fact, if what I think is happening is happening, is for me to continue to practice mindfulness on my feet, out in the world, out with other people in the middle of life while all of these sometimes seemingly complex interactions are going on where I can't control any of it. It's just simply happening. And 
as counterintuitive as it is, and I'm sure I have said this many times before, but that I understand that about wanting to run away. I understand about wanting to shut myself off and protect myself from this. And I really just want to give up. I don't want to be in this space with people when the uh, emotions are running high, when the stress level is off the charts. I, I many times just want to get away. And so to me, that's very normal and natural. Uh, I'm not saying that everyone does that or feels that way, but I certainly have talked to many people over the years who who have and do find themselves this way. And I certainly do as well. And if that is the case, if I'm finding myself really wrapped up in thoughts of wanting to run away or avoid the situation or avoid other people because they're making me feel uncomfortable, uh, and I'm just saying making me feel uncomfortable when it may, there may be no intent on their part of doing that. But when I find myself feeling this old familiar feeling of being put off in some way by people's conscious and unconscious behavior, that if I can just recognize that these are thoughts, I don't have to act on them. If I feel like I want to run away, and, I, and I'm not saying that there are, and I realize there are some legitimate reasons sometimes for people, quote unquote, leaving the scene. If, if people are, are feeling emotionally harmed in some way, clearly that those are situations that uh, it makes all the sense in the world to remove oneself. If there are unhealthy, toxic uh, interactions going on and, and, and words that are hurtful and uh, if there is somehow a, 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 an intention to do harm, absolutely, it's totally understandable. And this isn't my opinion. This is just after being in situations like this, I do know what it's like to sometimes be justified in needing to remove myself from a situation. But before I can determine whether it's really best for me to remove myself from the situation, I have found that I can't really make the most effective decision on that in the moment while the, uh, the storm is swirling around me. It's only when I can give myself a moment, give myself a little space, and I may not have the luxury of being able to walk away and go find a quiet place and sit cross-legged and breathe in and out. It may be that I just... And that's what I speak about being mindful on my feet or mindful coping practice. There's times where the only thing I can give myself this gift of any headspace at all and any perspective and any emotional distance from what's going on around me that I feel like I am right in the middle of is to just take a step back. And this is not, you know, physically necessarily, it could be, but it is more along the lines of just taking a step back from a from a mental standpoint and just taking a moment to breathe, even though I may not have a lot of time, these, this all may be unfolding all at, you know, all these things are happening all at the same time, but it is when I can just give myself a little bit of, of headspace, a little bit of perspective. Sometimes that's all I may need. And just to realize and recognize how my mind is processing the thoughts that are coming up, the beliefs that are forming around it, the, re, the emotional reactions that are going on. That if I can just see that and be aware of it, and if I can't really see my way clear to making a decision about whether it's health, the healthiest or best for me to remove myself from a seemingly toxic situation, or it may be a toxic situation, 
then it's uh, in, in, at least if I do remove myself from the situation, I'm not doing it in a hurtful way. I'm not hurting other people's feelings. I'm not being unloving. And it's not to say that I owe anyone anything or that any of us do, but I definitely do want to try to interact with people in the most respectful, loving way that I can, that I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. And only sometimes after the fact do I really determine whether it was really right for me to uh, move away from a particular situation that's, ha- you know, an interpersonal situation that's happening that I just happen to find myself in the middle of. But the recognition that it's, when I say it's not all about me, that if I can just and it's not like I want to try to remember that or that I need to write it down and look at it every day. It's just a matter of recognizing that as a human being, dealing with other human beings, many times the only perspective I can have is what it feels like to me. That sometimes it's hard to put what the old saying, putting the shoe on the other foot. Uh, seeing things from the perspective of others, sometimes it is easy to do, sometimes it's not easy to do, sometimes it's impossible, seemingly impossible to do when we're in the middle of an emotionally charged situation. But I know that if the only perspective that I have, if the only way that I can see this is from my own vantage point and my own viewpoint, and what it is all looking like to me, and, f- and even more than looking like what it is feeling like to me, that if I can just remember in some way, with remember without remembering, and I think this is where the practice of mindfulness really does pay off in a lot of ways, and really can, it's really the, what I refer to as the fruits of the practice, is that if I practice paying attention to my mind, well, that is me actually reacquainting myself by watching my mind, by, by witnessing the thoughts and the reactions and the beliefs that are forming around those things, that I can remember that this is happening because I have simply practiced being a human being who sees things from my own perspective. And I recognize that that is a sometimes a limited perspective just because I think, and, just, and it's just a matter of remembering that and not in, in a way of needing to keep those words close at hand or that con- those concepts close at hand. But the, lo- the longer that I practice paying attention to my mind, there is this more of an intimacy with realizing and recognizing and remembering without trying that so much of this life is navigated, at least for me, is navigated through my own perspective. And, and if, as long as that is remembered in some way, that when I am paying attention to my mind, I can see that what I think may be going on isn't necessarily what is going on. How I see it may have nothing to do with the way that it really is. But the only way I can ever come to that conclusion, the only way I can ever really realize that, is to simply pay attention. And the edge of where I pay attention is sometimes very painful. The actual being in the reality and seeing how my mind is working when things are emotionally charged and when things are stressful is sometimes the most difficult thing in the world to do. But I know that I really have two choices. I can simply pay attention to it, even if it's painful, even if I don't want to, or I can continue to unconsciously 
move through life just reacting to everything the way I react to it, to uh, believing everything that I'm thinking and really causing myself to suffer needlessly. I don't have to do that. I don't, I don't necessarily, I can't speak for anyone else, but I don't think that is something that we have to do as human beings. And that's not a belief even or an opinion. It's just simply uh, one person, one human being uh, from my own lived experience. And mindfulness practice in this case has really made it easier for me to open myself up to being in situations where I, I sense that somehow it may be uncomfortable. There may be a need for me to be there. And I may, in the end, be glad that I didn't close myself off or, or, uh, or not open up to opportunities to be around other people and learn from them and learn from the situations that I find myself in with them.